Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy, Kate Troll, on the mic, and I am joined today, very special episode. I'm joined, as always, by the T-800 to my T-1000. That's right, we're talking Terminator, and Terminator 2 specifically, folks. Ethan Gelfan, what's happening, E? You had to go for the upgrade. I'm the old model, the T-800. You had to take the flashy new one. I get it. It's fair. Um, just just please tell me you can do a very intimidating, scary run. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, That's all I, request. I can. That's all I do. <laughs> Whenever you run, it's just intimidating as nothing else. Like I've, I've heard several people who watch me run. They're just like, my God, that's intimidating. <laughs> my gosh, I just do not want that to be that works. Like, I, I don't know how else to run. <laughs> that's just, I run so hard and just so mad. Just people get out of the way. Like, I would just yeah. love to see you. I know you're not a big runner anyway, but like if you just woke up at like 7 a.m., you just go out for a jog around the neighborhood. Everyone, of course, is switching sides at the sidewalk. It is like, yeah. Oh, oh here he comes. Oh, oh, boy. Like hiding kids' faces, you know, like <laughs> shielding children from me. Why don't you have nightmares? Here I go. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> it's pretty intense. Were you uh, were you ever a runner, like at any point of your life, whether it be like for a sport or anything like that? Um. Yeah. I mean, I ran track. Did you really? Yeah, I ran track in middle school and high school. Um, what did you? I run? stopped running track my junior year of high school i think wow but yeah i ran the i was in the four by two relay i ran the 400 those were kind of my two main races and then in middle school i threw shot and disc as well okay i don't count those those are the field so that's fair but like for me i I did them i did them (laughs) you did them (laughs) you did them so i you learned something new every day did not know you were a track athlete but for me I just, I've never enjoyed just running for the sake of running. Like, even though it's a competition, yes, you're running against other people, but like, that's just not, it was not enjoyable for me. For me, I needed to run with a purpose. And that was to go down the court, score a basket, to go catch a fly, you know, uh, a a long pass or whatever. Uh, To escape someone with an intimidating run, things like that. You know, it also probably didn't help that I was like the chubby, shorter kid. So I couldn't really run anyway. (laughs) I was like, ah. This thing sucks. I'm not doing this. So that was kind of the funny thing about me running the 400 in high school was like, that's a, that is a really tough race. And the 800 and the 400, I think are the two toughest races for track because you have to sprint the 400. You have to sprint the whole time. It's a whole lap. It's a lap around, which doesn't sound like that long, but if you're basically sprinting the whole thing, I mean, it is, it is tough to keep up a sprint that long. And so I would be out there and my parents used to tell the story all the time. Like, the old uh, principal was like friends of my parents and he'd watch me run out there. He's like, boy, Kemper's legs are just, they're just freaking just going, 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 short, but these taller kids are just like, June, June, you know, like, and I would, <laughs> I would never win, you know, cause like <laughs> their strides are so long. And I was just like, yeah. I'm just like, you know, going as fast as I can uh, to try and keep up. But <laughs> I just love just picturing little legs. going. Oh man. I was, I mean, I was fast. I just, I'll doubt it. It's fascinating. So the thing about football, though, specifically was um, I didn't expect to be the starter at quarterback my junior year. And the kid who was going to be a starter, who was a senior, decided not to play football anymore. He wanted to focus on basketball. And so I show up junior year and I'm like, I've never played varsity. I dressed for varsity before, but I never played. 
Right. And I was like, oh crap, like I'm I'm supposed to be the quarterback now. And so I was like, I wasn't like out of shape, but I just like wasn't as strong as I needed to be. I wasn't as big as I needed to be. I was going to go out there at 130 pounds and just get absolutely murdered, you know? And I was like, okay. Like I I knew I learned the playbook. I was really like, I was good at what I was doing, but I was too small, you know? And so um, they started another kid for a couple of weeks. The coach was like, I got to have a senior quarterback, which I thought was garbage. And it was garbage. garbage. The kid was awful. And he was a running back. His name? He's a good, he's, pretty, he's name. a pretty good running back. What's his name? I'm not trying to throw anybody on the bus here, but if you, if you're listening to this and you know me, then you know who it is. Steve Cap. Oh, come his on. Name is Steve Cap. Who? Steve Cap. Steve Cap. Okay. Yeah. Capper. Yeah. He was a good running back. He really was. And, um, I don't like him. Steve's a good dude, but he was a terrible quarterback. And I'm sure he would tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> he was absolutely terrible. He couldn't like, it's not that he couldn't, he didn't learn the plays very well. And so, like, he would, like, turn the wrong way to hand the ball off. It was kind of terrible. It was a debacle. So, like, three games in, the coach was like, all right, fine. Kemper, you can start. So, I started from that point on. The problem was I was was, too small. Was Steve your starting running back? Did he move, just switch down? So, he ended up being, like, one of the running backs. We had a a whole stable of them. And so, like, we we mixed them in and out, you know. So, like, he went back to being running back, and he was good. He just – we had other guys, too. Um, but after that season, I realized I was not strong enough. I was not fast enough to play at varsity level, you know? And so I quit basketball and I quit track and I just, just focus trained. on those comments, man, that common yeah. football. I just trained. And so like, I started running a lot for that to just like get in really good shape. And when it came back out the next football season, I was like, we, we cause we had to run for conditioning. Right. We do three a day practices. So we would, we would go in the summer, we do three a day practices yes. The first part of it is running only. So we go to the track and we're just running. So you got to run. People like you run an 800, you have three minutes, which you can do pretty easily. But when you stack a bunch of these things together, it gets tough. But it's like everybody has to do it. It's like the linemen got to do it too. And it's like you'd be like, all the backs have to go right now. Backs and receivers, you have three minutes to run an 800. Linemen, you have four minutes to run an 800. (laughs) And like then you get done. He's like, okay, now run a 400 in, you know, two minutes, which is also easy to do. Okay. Now run a 200 in you know, 30 seconds or whatever, which is like harder. Now run the 100 sprint as fast as you can. And then we'd like do it again, you know, so we'd run yep. for like the first hour or two. And then we would do mm-hmm. a bunch of like, you know, um, ladder drills and stuff like that. So it was like your first practice. And then you go do like a full football practice and you'd have lunch and then you do another full football practice. That was like three a day practices. Damn. But after I'd been training, you know, running in the You're off season so much, I came back and I was like, I'd run and I'd be like, let's go again. Let's run it back. What we got? You know, like I'd finish, I'd, I'd go back and like catch up with one of my buddies who was struggling and like kind of like cheer him on and run with him. So I got into really good shape at that point and was ready to rock. That, that senior leadership, man. This is why he wanted senior a senior leadership. to be quarterback. This is you. You focus. Look at that. Look yeah. at this story. What a great story. I guarantee you we would have had a montage. Oh, we could have been filming my montage. montage. Your training montage. Oh, we blew it. That's uh, it pretty awesome. awesome. Nice good times. Man. But we're talking about Terminator 2 today, which I have not seen. Ugh. Yeah. It falls into that category of like epic movies I haven't seen. It's like I have such a blind spot. Yeah. It's usually like top 100 movies of all time. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Well, I mean, some of them are justifiable. Like I haven't seen Citizen Kane, which is obviously like a top 10 regarded movie of all time. True. But True. it's tougher because that's like an older, older movie that obviously had no wasn't even close when we were born, stuff like that. You know, Terminator 2 came out, I want to say it was like 92. 
So didn't obviously see it in theaters because we were eight and it was definitely not for eight year olds. But I honestly got introduced to a lot of these movies because of my mom. She was a huge movie buff. And she was like, all right, let's you got to watch this movie. This is, this is a classic. This is a classic. I'm like, oh, damn, like this is intense. Uh, so, yeah, I got a lot of my movie viewing from her. So she introduced me to a lot of these different series and franchises. And Terminator 2, honestly, top five movie for me all time. All time. That's Still. that's the I've got it. I don't know. Uh, this is like I'm having flashbacks to when I bombed trivia last time and I'm feeling really inadequate for having not seen this. Well, like my man card is being taken away. <laughs> oh, you could give me love actually trivia all day. <laughs> give me some love actually or bad Terminator. No clue. All over it. I should give you a all tour right. of all the, the movie posters I've got to make me feel uh, more manly. I've got my giant gladiator over there. You there know, it I've is. got Jawshank, Lost. In- in fairness, the trivia was brutal last week. That was pretty brutal. And again, you were expecting the entire franchise, where it's yeah. like, nope, I've only seen one. So here's what I've yeah. got, and it's random facts. I guess so that's anyway. fair. What, so what's sure. the right age for Terminator then? I'm asking for a friend, Jack Tomey specifically. <laughs> Jack, Jack Tomey. When, when can uh, Jack go watch Terminator? It is, it is not appropriate for Jack Tomey yet. Um, you probably got to be at least 12, just... It's but it's intense, remember man. Jack Jack has grown up in the hard streets of Needham. So is it true? Do you Jack, think maybe nine for him? I mean, there could be two Jacks. There is a Jack Lazaro also grown up on the mean streets of Needham Needham too. So Jack and Jack, it could be a good dynamic duo. But that's true. Uh, yeah, Jack, you're not ready yet. So, but ask your dad and uh, just say, hey, couple years, I need to see the Terminator franchise. Put it on his yeah. radar. Yeah, Jack, recommendation. Tell your parents, hey. Just so you know, I want to watch Terminator. I'll let you guys decide when the right time is, but I want to watch it. It's on the docket. Exactly. So just, just plant that seed. That and Scarface. Just throw it right up there, too. <laughs> Clump them together. <laughs> Which I actually have not seen. Have you seen Scarface? No, I haven't seen Scarface. I have not seen Scarface. Yeah. Uh, so Godfather. 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 <laughs> okay. Very good. Well, I do want to take a quick moment on a more serious note. We lost someone that I view as pretty legendary yesterday. Coolio. I think Coolio... Coolio was awesome. Coolio was part of her childhood. Gangster's Paradise is one of the more iconic songs, right? When did that he also come had out? Fantastic Voyage. He also had One, Two, Three, Four, Something New. Oh, yeah. He had some jams. He had some jams in there. And he was so unique and so different. And so, obviously, I'm going to pop in some songs into the podcast here. Post production. don't have that switchboard just yet. So I don't have do the switchboard. Post production, it's coming in. Yeah, post. Uh, but fun fact, which I learned actually once COVID hit, you know, when we're all at home just doing God knows what. So I was just listening to music, and I was on a Stevie Wonder kick. I love Stevie Wonder. I've grown up, Stevie Wonder grew is up loving him. Stevie love Wonder's him. awesome. And I did not know that Coolio's Gangster's Paradise was essentially a cover of Stevie Wonder's song. I had no idea. Um, now I'm yeah. on the actual Stevie Wonder song, but I was just listening to it and I was deep into the playlist. I was like, wait, wait, what is happening right now? And I was like, this is Gangster's Paradise, but obviously this was before <clears throat> Gangster's Paradise. It was the different. melody of it is the melody of it is the same, like the chorus. Yeah. yeah. But the, obviously, like, talking. I think I what's so iconic about it is the bass and that high synthesizer at the beginning. You know, yeah. and it goes throughout, but that that part's not really on Stevie's song. But Stevie's got the uh, it's been the most of my life. I mean, 
I'm going to still get it. So you keep talking again. Keep talking. Stevie Wonder has got a lot of jams. And by the way, a lot of stuff is sampled from Stevie Wonder because he was so freaking good. And so like Will Smith started kind of kind of brought this whole sampling music thing to to popularity, I think, because like True. every single one of his songs was sampled. Yeah. But there's a bunch of good stuff from the and 60s he sampled and 70s. Some Stevie Wonder. Yeah, there's a bunch of good stuff from the 60s and 70s that was already that has been recycled and has become super popular again. And I think our generation never knew it which is what's really cool about it is that that music was so good that it wasn't like our parents were like, Oh my gosh, kid, you've got to listen to this great new song because it's a sample of a song I used to listen to. It would be like, I would play it. And my dad would be like, that's a sample. <laughs> You're like, that was, yes, yes. that was from Casey and the sunshine band. Like what, where did that come from? You know? Okay. I found it so I can stop typing. Uh, okay. Pastime paradise. Pastime paradise. Like this is literally gangster paradise. It's a little higher. And he says, "I've been spending all my life." Yeah. He so, does say to... that part. I knew the I knew the chorus. And that part was the same. He doesn't obviously like doesn't really rap, but yeah. Anyway, Jack, also uh, start putting Stevie Wonder on your playlist. So, Jack, you will be a super cool kid come like middle school, high school if you're adept figure out what that means at stevie wonder songs if you're yes. well versed in the stevie wonder universe you'll be so cultured and you'll just be considered a unicorn spectacular spectacular Love it. so yes r.i.p to coolio pretty wild it's i think we're also it's weird for us because we're we're not like that old yet but we're getting up there to an age where some of the people that we grew up with knowing and like celebrities are dying so it's kind of like whoa what is happening right now yeah it's not like he was like 80 so i mean it's it's gone too soon for sure but right. yeah it is happening i mean i'll never forget michael jackson died on my honeymoon i'll never ever in my entire life forget that wow. we were on our honeymoon in hawaii and it was like that was all the news you know just like oh my god and i, I was a huge michael jackson fan you, you know okay so, okay. still am dmx another one <laughs> <You're gone. laughs> okay yep <laughs> dmx we're trending in the wrong right. direction <laughs> Uh, okay so we're not just gonna sit here and list out people who have died recently but <laughs> let's talk about some football let's talk about some football right i uh, got some around the league notes first and we're gonna get to pick him pick them today we got a little bit of trivia for ease in the hot seat and i'm gonna let him have it and then i'll give you an update on our run your pool fantasy lineups and we'll give you some new lineups too word to your mother word to your mother so let's jump right. right in so Christian McCaffrey missed practice Wednesday with a thigh injury. This was news because no one knew he had a thigh injury. Um, I, we are seeing this year already a ton of Wednesday absences as better in rest days. And yeah. so I'm not too worried about this yet. Keep an eye on it. Obviously, people in the last couple of years have been pretty scarred by McCaffrey getting injured. Um, he's probably fine. He's shouldering a pretty heavy load, 20, 25 carries per game. A thigh injury shouldn't, shouldn't be that concerning. We'll see. Um, however, the Saints <laughs> have like no one on offense practicing. Yeah. <laughs> so Jameis was out. Jarvis Landry was out. Michael Thomas was out. They almost practiced Wednesday. Some of that is veteran rest as well, but not entirely, you know. Yeah. And they're in the they're in the London game, I think, right against um, yes Minnesota against the Vikes. So some of that's also like you know when you have a small injury and then you get on a plane for seven hours, that's not good. Here we um, go traveling cross country now across the pond. Can't Cross, do it. It's a long flight. That's not good yeah, for like yeah. swelling and inflammation and stuff. So uh, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag basically. Hashtag a doctor. Doctor. 
Uh, but keep an eye on that. So we might see Andy Dalton. Please. We might see Andy Dalton, the red rifle. Please. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Uh, Zach Wilson has been cleared to start against the Steelers, and Robert Sala says he will start. So we will see. Not an ideal spot to get your first start of the season. Steelers defense is good. But um, I want to hear your thoughts on this one real quick. Yes. And maybe about we do it. Zach if Wilson? you want to do it during picks, can pick him. That's fine. But I want to hear I mean, your thoughts about Zach Wilson. I mean, if you're the Jets, you have to start him. If he is healthy and good to go, you have to put him in. Because if you don't, what does that say about someone you just drafted number two overall the year prior? You're telling me you think Joe Flacco at his point in his career is better than who's supposed to be your franchise quarterback? So, yes, if he is healthy, I don't care if he's dog crap. Like, you're putting him in. You're starting him because otherwise you just look like fools. And it just means, like, you've just completely wasted one last year. You've wasted the number two overall pick. So, no, this is a must start. If he is healthy, he is playing. Uh, kind of flipping sports. If you remember last season, I, I don't know, you're not a huge NBA guy. But with the Brooklyn Nets, they had Ben Simmons. You know, they traded for him. He was kind of sitting out injured all year. Yeah. Uh, but in the playoffs, it said, they said he was ready to go for game four against the Celtics. He did not play. And that sat so terribly with all of his teammates, with everybody basically saying, like, you're not showing up for us. I don't care if we're down 3-0. You play if you're available. Zach Wilson is healthy. He better be playing if he's available. I know he's going to play if he can. And I think the only question they have, because they're one and two, and Flacco is not the answer. They, everybody no. knows that. The only question is, is he healthy enough to be like fully in? So I don't, I don't think there's any controversy about, like, is he our guy or not? At least not right now. Last year was not great, but he was injured <laughs> some. Really but, you know, there were other rookie quarterbacks that didn't look great. Trevor Lawrence didn't look great last year. Right. The question is, like, will he be great this year? Mm-hmm. That's and what they I need know. him to show it and they need him to come on in early than expected because of course they said that oh i guess it is the fourth week but anyway he needs to come in and start showing it now so i think okay. he's got to play we'll talk more about it in the pick em then david montgomery didn't practice on wednesday says he's day-to-day this is again khalil herbert this is if you're david montgomery you want to get your butt on the field yeah he as needs quickly to as possible because you're about to lose your job if you don't yep uh, Michael Gallup says he's ready to go. This was a little weird. Speaking of what you just were talking about with Zach Wilson, he sat out last week because he wasn't mentally ready. And and I'm not taking a dig on like mental health by any stretch. Not I think it's like, were you not like focused? You didn't know the playbook well enough. Like, what does that, what does that mean? Like you're, I know I there's some wonder, psychology about like testing out a, a repaired knee or whatever. Maybe it's like, I that's just didn't feel, feel good about it. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. It's just one of those things. You're nervous. You're not sure if you're coming back too early. You don't want to injure it again. So I think that's probably more of what it was as opposed to like a mental health issue, just, you know, not being fully there. Uh, so I think it was more of just nervous, wanting to get one more week out of uh, rehab and just making sure it's good before you, you go full force. That would be my expectation. Okay. Uh, Dalvin Cook didn't practice. We knew he wouldn't practice again. Long flight. Race time. He's got to get his shoulder. He's got to get, he's got to get the device. He's going to be the Terminator um, in London. He's going to have all cyborg stuff. <laughs> stuff. Uh, wait and see on him. I, the expectation, I think, is that he's going to play, but he gonna maybe play. not. So he gonna keep play. an eye on it. Obviously, Alexander Madison is the sub there. And DeAndre Swift, I am less optimistic about him. The news is not final, but it sounds like they would love to sit him through their bye. Yeah, just so, as you talked about Tuesday, that's what it's that's what it looks like they're leaning towards. Um, unfortunately for the Lions, but Jamal Williams is completely capable. That he is, and he's a he's a goal linebacker. He's a stud. He's a stud. Yes. So get him in your lineups. Do it. Let's do an update on Pixie and Pick'em from last week. 
Hey, whoa, look who's back at the top. Back at the top. I'm okay. still there. I'm still there. I had a look. Had a week I'm, I'm just riding steady here. You know, there's you not a lot of volatility. I'm eight I'm correct, all nine correct, nine correct. I'm, I'm um, up, you're I'm, all over the place. I'm all over, man. So I was feeling good last week with the, when the Browns won first, but then it kind of went downhill. Uh, Giants screwed me. And um, who else was it? Giants Buccaneers. and the Bucks. Those were the two. Yeah. Yeah. We missed more than that, but um, those are the ones that you were. Those are the days. It's about that you should have gone the other way and you didn't. Yes, exactly. Uh, Leslie's making a nice charge here as well. She had the, she had the strongest week three performance. Kudos Once again, her. Bolton board material. <clears throat> yeah, we were talking trash on her and she came back with a vengeance. Kyle here sitting at the bottom. Once again, Kyle, right where you belong. <laughs> Great work. <laughs> Great work. <laughs> Oh, God. All right, let's go into making some picks, shall we? Let's make some picks. So tonight, we got the 3-0 Dolphins traveling to the 1-2 Bengals, my man. You going with the TD and the Dolphins or what? I am going to go. Um, you know what I'm worried about is that ESPN is going to suddenly hit some audio. I always like play the <laughs> video like five minutes into me sitting on a page. All of a sudden, it's just like some commercial. So I'm kind of freaked out about that, but we'll see. It'll be good. Um. I this is a this is a great game. This should it be is. a great game. I'm worried about Tua's health. Biggest question mark for me. If Tua is 100%, I think I'm going Dolphins here. I don't think he's 100%. I'm not even certain he's going to play. I'm worried about him. And the Bengals look much better last week like they should. Um hopefully they're rounding into form. 100% healthy Bengals team versus 100% Dolphins team is what I would really like to see, mm-hmm. and I don't know where I would go in that case, but in this case they're at home. A short turnaround for Tua. I'm going to go with the Bengals on this one. I, too, went with the Bengals just because, once again, as you mentioned, I think playing at home is going to be a difference maker and, obviously, Tua's health. But I don't know. The Dolphins, (laughs) I know they're 3-0, and this is just me being the skeptic, but it's just like, all right. I I don't know. I just feel like something's going to happen. Something finally has to fall off, and I feel like this is a Bengals team that is underperforming, and now they're going to come back out and say, like, no, we're, we're still relevant. Don't forget. Don't sleep on us just yet. Uh, so I'm, I too went with the Bengals. Fair. I I'm telling you, I don't think it's a fluke that the Dolphins are three zero. I don't think it's a Bills, fluke, man. They beat the Bills, who have been curb stomping people. I mean, they beat the Patriots. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is the London, London game. The Vikings heading to London to take on the Saints. Also heading to London. Who you like here? I also heading to the Vikings also heading to London with the Saints who are also heading to London. Uh, I'm going with the Vikings here just because obviously the, the Saints sound pretty banged up. And even when they're, they weren't that banged up, they weren't looking great. Alvin Kamara has just been such a mystery and, and his usage and his production value has just gone down. Jameis has just been all over the place, not looking sharp. Uh, Vikings have been pretty steady. Obviously the great comeback win against the Lions didn't look that great against the Eagles week one, obviously with the Packers. So, they're a little more consistent, and I just think they're going to have a little more firepower, so I'm going with the Vikes on the road. Yeah, both on the road. Um, if this game were in New Orleans, I might feel a little differently, but I agree with everything you just said. Injuries with New Orleans have me concerned. If Andy Dalton's out there, I'm, I'm putting money on the Vikings. Like, <laughs> yes. yes. I'm going to go Vikings on this one. All right, now we got Cleveland visiting your former Falcons, man. Rise up, question mark. Yeah, that is the question. Um, the Browns have been more competent on offense than I expected them to be. And right? I, I knew Jacoby Brissett would be like fine, but he's finally getting Amari Cooper as involved as you hoped he would be when he got traded there. Yeah. 
Falcons have been pesky. They've hung in all the games. Um, I don't expect this to be any kind of blowout by any stretch. I'm going to go Cleveland because I've been stupidly not picking them, and uh, I regret it. But Falcons have been hanging tough. They have. They, they have not been blown out in any of their two losses, so it's any of their two. It's been two. Any of, any <laughs> of the two out. losses have been close. <laughs> Uh, but no, as you, as you mentioned, I mean, the Browns have been surprisingly competent slash good on offense. And the fact that they are deciding to really get Amari Cooper involved has made a big difference. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb is showing why he's Nick Chubb. He's saying, I'm still going to get my hundred yards no matter what. And he has been, uh, the only question mark is miles Garrett. If he's going to be fully back after that car crash experience earlier this week, but I, man, they've just been looking solid and Jacoby Brissett's like, I'm the best backup in the league, baby. Give me that money. Backup money. By the way, can we talk? Is Chase Daniel still in the league? Yeah, man, he's in uh, L.A. with the Chargers, I think. Okay, talk about making your career a very like lucrative career on being a career backup quarterback. He has made more money on the thing than some of the starters in this league. Anyway, so Jacoby Brissett saying, "I want to be the next Chase Daniel." Anyway, uh, Cleveland, going Cleveland. But Jacoby actually has to play, which is the problem. Like, That's true. Chase is, is like, playing. "This is such a cush job. All I have to do is practice." <laughs> Amazing. Just show up to the um, game. Yeah. Okay. How about Washington heading to Dallas? Divisional matchup here. Man, this is weird. Cooper Rush again, I think. It is Cooper Rush again. And this is just a weird matchup. I mean, I know the world is going 85% Cowboys, but I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why 85%. That's that's really high. (laughs) Uh, So now that was courtesy of my wife. Uh, who is teaching class right now, and she decided to play Spotify coming through my computer. So oh, nice. You had ESPN. I have my wife teaching class. So, hey, Kears. Hope class is going well. But um, So, yeah, I don't know. This is just a weird matchup because, I mean, the Cowboys have gotten it done. Obviously, with, with Coop back there, it hasn't looked pretty, but it's looked fine. It's like, you know, he's getting the job done. Obviously, force-feeding CD, which is smart, exactly what you should be doing. Commanders, it's it's what we expected. Carson. You know, this is this is what he's doing. And if you catch him on a good day, this could be one of those things where they could put up some big numbers. And so that'd be my only concern is that the Cowboys kind of similar to what the Patriots are right now, that the fact that if they get behind too much, I don't think they can catch back up. So uh, I don't know why I'm struggling with this one. You know what? Screw it. You went. Let's go, Commanders. Man, I was really hoping you would say that. Give me Dallas. <laughs> uh, I think Cooper Rush is actually like super competent back there. He is. He's looked really good. And he they is. finally figured out how to use both Zeke and Tony Pollard at the same time. Mm-hmm. Free Tony Pollard from all year last year on this yeah. podcast. They're getting him out in, into space. They're using both these guys at the same time on some plays. They'll run like double screens and, and kind of check to see which one's better. You know, um, they're doing some neat stuff with them finally. And I think to your point, I think Cooper Rush is getting his weapons, the ball. And I think Gallup will be back this week. He'll probably be on a pitch count of some kind, but it's just another weapon. Cooper's already got chemistry with Noah Brown. We talked about that before. Um, I, I don't have any faith in Carson Wentz. I agree with what you said. And so basically I think we're saying the same thing. We're just saying you think there's a, a better chance that he could go off, which he could. Um, and going, I think nah. this is, this is exactly why I go like this on my weekly picks. <laughs> this is going to be the game. Like that was stupid. I don't know. I mean, but you're not wrong though. Like he could go balling out. He's, he's so, he's so wild card, which is perfect for Washington. Cause they just had <laughs> Nathan Favre there last year. Yeah. 
Anyway. All right. Anyway, moving on from that weird game. Now we got the Seahawks uh, going to the Lions. One and two matchups. Who you got? Uh, my biggest concern here, honestly, is not DeAndre Swift. It's Amon Ra. And he has been kind of resting, nursing a hurt ankle. He played through it. So there's not a lot of news about it because he finished the game last okay. week. But it happened in the first half. And he played through it. He wasn't the same after the injury. So I'm really hopeful that he is healthy and ready to go for this week. I'm also hopeful they don't sit him like they're going to sit Swift because yeah. I've got him in like every team that I have. <laughs> um, but one pride, I'm going Lions at home. They got to get it done, man. Yeah. This is the team you got to beat. I mean, the Lions have set the NFL record for most consecutive quarters with a touchdown scored, which is wild that it's the Lions of all teams. Wow. And, uh, yeah, they, they're right there. This is what's so, what's so frustrating about them is they're right there. They're in all these games, and they just can't make that that next step. But the Seahawks are just, after their week one win, have just kind of, so I'm going Lions too. They are who we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. Okay, so this is interesting. So we've got the AFC South, and uh, a week ago I would have said this is a total dumpster fire. These two teams <laughs> both came out of pretty good wins last yeah. week. So Titans took care of business against the Raiders at home. Colts took care of the Chiefs as well, which was a surprise. So, yeah. who you got here? This one's in Indy. It is in Indy, which is a tough. It's it's a great stadium. Have you seen? Have you been to Lucas Oil? It's a great. Stadium. I have. Nah, I don't think I've been inside there. I got to take a sneak peek because uh, when I was with Penn State for like the Big Ten tournament, there's always an Indy, and so for one yeah. year that the combine lined up perfectly, so you got to go to sneak peek in there. It's kind of cool. Nice. Anyway, uh. Yeah, this is a tough one because you're right. You know, we go it's like, who's who? I don't know. But now they're both coming off bigger wins, and um, dang, this is kind of a toss-up because these are both teams with with higher expectations than where they're sitting right now. And it's honestly, it's a big divisional matchup to kind of see who's going to reign supreme. If unless we think the Jags are going to keep it up, I'm just going to give the slight edge to the Colts uh, just because I do think they have a little bit more firepower on, on offense with Michael Pittman being back. Uh, I think Matt Ryan can still round into form and Jonathan Taylor still hasn't broken out yet. So that's what's scary to me. You know, he's been solid, uh, but he hasn't had that holy crap 50 point game that we saw last season. That was unfortunate for me. But anyway, given the slight edge to the cold. Sorry, my man. Yeah, I get it. I'm actually pretty torn on this one, too, because as much as I want to root for the Titans and want to pick with my heart, I'm trying to I'm trying to step back and think logically about this. One. These teams are. <laughs> pretty similar though like their defenses are pretty good um they both have a good running game obviously and their offense goes through the running game and yep. play action um Pittman is better than any of the receivers the titans have but Pittman's also the only guy they've got sure. you know alec pierce finally played last week and got a few catches that was good to see but uh nothing too special and i don't know the the titans secondary kind of been don't break like mac hollis mac hollins <laughs> absolutely lit them up but Kevin Byard came through with some good stops. So I am hopeful they will bracket Pittman and stack the box against the run game. All right. I'm going with Titans. Go we'll on see. the Titans. All right. There we go. Got to do it, man. Got to do they it. Need, you're right, though. This is like they need this win pretty badly. Yeah, they do. Uh, all right. Bears, Bears traveling to New York to take on the Giants. Whew. Um, <laughs> so once again, this is a matchup of surprising two and one teams. I'm going to give the slight edge to the Giants just because Justin Fields has looked not great. Even though they won last week, it was the Khalil Herbert show. So they're going to need another Herculean effort from him 
to be uh, to be able to pull this one out, but I just don't see it. Um, I'm, even though the Giants kind of have no one to throw it to, I mean, Sterling Shepard going down hurts. Again, I was loving to see Saquon Barkley but bounce back in week three. I'm hoping he can do it again playing at home. That'll help a little bit. I don't know. I'm just giving the slight edge to the Giants here just because the Bears just look so gross on offense and their defense isn't that great. So slight edge to the Giants. Yeah, this is this is one of those where you wish you didn't have to pick either. I'm just like, yep. Ugh, I, I don't like this one at all. Um, I agree with what you're saying about, and I guess I would give the edge to the home team, but to your point, like, who are they throwing it to? Yeah. Richie James is like the only receiver who's catching anything right now. Forget about Galladay. Kadarius Tony can't get on the field. Um, Wanda Robinson, they're hopeful both those guys come back this week. And if they both play and they're healthy, then I'd, I'd feel a lot more confident about the Giants. Mm-hmm. I think the Bears defense is actually decent. I don't think they're garbage. So I didn't say garbage. I don't know. I, I don't want to pick either of these teams. Truthfully, I'm going with the Bears in the upset. Woo! Is it really an upset? Is it an upset? It's know. more of just like a set. The world thinks it's it an was, upset. It was set. All right, now we got the resurgent Jaguars. Woo, first place in the AFC South against first place in the NFC East Eagles. Who you got? Yo, this, man, I would, I will be on the Jaguars a lot this season. This is just, you happen to be against the Eagles, who I am yeah. so high on. I, I, I really think and hope this will be a really good game. Be a great test for the Jaguars because the Eagles have the best defense they will have seen yet. Um, I'm going to go with the Eagles, but... I just want it on the record that I am a believer of the Jags. <laughs> yeah, you know, shame on me for not picking them for a couple weeks, but it's more of just, you know, I, I need to see something first. And I still need to see something. I've, I've loved so far what they've been able to do. It's been fun. It's been, again, it's one of those teams where you, you're not going to hate on them ever just because of what they went through last year with that garbage show. And now it's like, okay, you're kind of pulling for them. For me, it's like the Pittsburgh Pirates in baseball. It's one of those teams you can never hate, they're always not great. And you're just like, oh, come on, guys. Like, let's, let's go for the Pirates. So I feel like the Jaguars is that team for me. So I'm not ever going to root against them, but I do think the Eagles will win this game. All right. I think they were both pretty good at around the same time. Didn't uh, Bonds and Benia, weren't they there in like the 90s, late 90s, when, that, when the Jaguars were also kind of good? <laughs> Barry Bonds, <laughs> he was early 90s. <clears throat> he, he went to the Giants pretty pretty quick. I would say like 90s. Early in the 90s. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. It's not going to shock me. I just think Jalen Hurts is playing so well. He's playing MVP caliber right now, which is crazy. They're just well-rounded. How about the Jets? Here we go. Zach Wilson traveling to Pittsburgh, take on the Steelers. No TJ Watt. No TJ Watt. Oh, man. I mean, I don't know. You pick first. (laughs) (laughs) okay so Uh, i i happen to be optimistic about zach wilson um i think it's in part because at this point in the season i expected there to be a lot better qb options on like the waiver wire and we're finding that they're really not like i was like oh this is such a deep quarterback class like we're fine you don't have to draft one until the last round or whatever and now as the season started people like matthew stafford have been garbage tom brady's been garbage like Aaron Rodgers has been garbage. Like some people that you counted on are kind of not doing well. Yeah. And so now I'm like, I picked up Zach Wilson in one of our leagues. I was like, <laughs> I'm really hopeful that he can turn this thing around. Take a flyer on him. They get a lot more weapons, I think, than than Pittsburgh does, you know? Their defense is junk, but so is Mitch Trubisky. So can he really take advantage of it? I don't know. Uh, it's okay. Pittsburgh at home. 
it's Mike Tomlin at home. I've got a lot more faith in him than I do Robert Sala at this point. Yep. So I'm inclined to take the Steelers, and I think I will have to. But I, I honestly, this is a coin flip for me, really. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it speaks more to the coin flip because of how bad the Steelers have looked as opposed to what you're hoping is going to be good of the Jets. And I don't know. I don't – I'm hopeful for the Jets that Zach Wilson will be the answer. I just don't think coming right back in the, off his injury at Pittsburgh, hostile place, I don't see him having that much success right off the bat. So I'm just going to get the slight edge to the Steelers in that sense. Um, and also, yeah, just playing at home, not Heinz Field. No TJ Watt, but I still think Najee, once again, similar to Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris hasn't broken out. And I know he's been kind of hindered a little bit with his foot. I just think Mitch Trubisky is basically a poor man's Carson Wentz, which is really bad in some senses, but he could also have those flashes of decency. So I'm going to go with his flashes to the Steelers. Not nearly as many flashes. Um, And that says says something. Yeah, this is an entirely Mike Tomlin pick for me, truthfully. That's all I'm the coach. Fair. Okay. All right, Buffalo heading to Baltimore. This is going to be actually, a, I think, a great matchup. Yeah. Um, the world doesn't match. seem to think so. Look at this. Buffalo, 75% picked. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And I don't know why it's such a landslide because, I mean, the way Lamar Jackson's playing, we talked about Jalen Hurts being an MVP candidate. So is Lamar Jackson. I think he's ahead of him in that sense. I mean, he's just doing ungodly things. He's doing it with fewer weapons than he had last year. And he's doing it more on the ground, and he's just making it look easy. Uh, I know they're two and one. They shouldn't have lost to the Dolphins, but that's not all on him. He did as much as he could. Uh, and the Bills, that was a surprising loss to the same Dolphins. So it's just kind of interesting. Both their losses to Miami. This will be the reclamation game. C- call me crazy, and it's been shame on me last year for not picking them. So I'm going back on that. Call me crazy. I'm going Baltimore at home. Yeah, I had a feeling you would do that, and I don't hate it. Um, this is also a toss-up for me. I mean, I, th- I think ultimately I've got more faith in the Bills overall on mm-hmm. both sides of the ball. Baltimore's defense has let up a lot of points, which is yes, really surprising. Uh, Buffalo's defense has not. So I think I'm going to give the edge to Buffalo in that regard. The home game does mean something, but I think the um, Vegas odds have only shifted. used to be a three-point advantage for home team, and I think it's now down to like one or one and a half. So it's not as big of a deal anymore. Lamar is playing even better probably than Josh Allen, which is crazy because these are right. these two are absolutely on fire. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Bills bouncing back on this one. I feel like I could either have like the best week of all time or just be complete garbage. <laughs> hey, we're gonna have like, a different week. I love that. We are gonna have a week very week. different week. Games. I could just be crying <laughs> Sunday night, but that's all right. All right, now we got the Chargers heading to the Texans. Kind of both teams in shambles right now. Yeah, man, this this I think will probably be closer than people would expect. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that I'm going to pick the Texans to win. I've got the Chargers to win this game, but I mean, I'm not going to be 94%. Like this is the most, I think that's the highest percentage of picked of one team yeah. so far. And I don't have a ton of confidence in the Chargers. They have not looked good oh. the last couple of weeks. You got to get Eckler going on the ground. Um, he's getting some involvement in the passing game. He's not running, they're not running the ball hardly at all. I mean, Sony Michelle had five carries. Eckler had four last week, and it was like one apiece for a couple other guys. Like, 10 carries isn't going to get it done. Uh, you got to control the offensive line, line of scrimmage. You've got to control the clock. They're putting themselves in bad positions here. The yeah. Texans have hung in each of their games, and they've yeah. lost them or yeah. tied. But they've hung in all of them. <laughs> they've know? lost or tied. Yes, they have. So it, 
I don't if this is like a 10 point spread, I'd probably take Houston to cover that. But um, I got to I got to stay with the Chargers for now. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking the Chargers to win. Don't worry, Austin Eckler. It'll be Bach. Yes, that's a Terminator reference. I know. <laughs> nice. But no, he will. And on, this is weird to say. And, and I know I kind of threw this around last season, but this is kind of a must win for the Chargers. I mean, you cannot be one in three in the AFC West. That's so competitive. And in, even in the AFC, which is just ridiculous this season. So yeah. they have to win this game. It's not will they. It's they have to. Otherwise, it would be a bad loss. Head coach sure. could be done, though. <laughs> he could be done, though. So. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Arizona traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, Panthers have been gross. Baker's been gross. But, you know, they eked it out again last weekend. Well, not even that much eking, but, you know, beating the Saints, which is kind of surprising. I think a lot line. of people were, were on the Saints. Uh, where the Cardinals have just not looked good. Uh, obviously, they got blown out by the Chiefs, surprising win against the Raiders. And then last week, you know, just there's something missing. And there's something up, especially with Kyler Murray getting paid this much money. But with that being said, I still think they are the better team. Uh, Hollywood Brown kind of showed up last week, which was much to my chagrin. Didn't help me. And DJ Moore is injured. <laughs> not injured. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to give the edge to the cards. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather not pick this one either because these teams are both kind of garbage. The defense, uh, Carolina's actually got a better defense than Arizona, which yeah. is a, weird to say um, with all those years of J.J. Watt. But I'm going to go with the Cardinals too. I don't feel great about it, but no. everything you said I agree with. And Greg Dorch, X-Factor, boom. Greg Dorch. All right, here's the game of the toilet. The Patriots versus the Packers. <laughs> Heading to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Uh, yeah, Ooh. I'm going Packers pretty easily here. And I'm yeah. worried, like, Mac's going to be out, obviously. So, I actually think Brian Hoyer is a super competent backup. Um, I don't think the offense changes a whole lot with him under center. But I do think the Green Bay defense will key in on certain players. Um, they've got to they've got to focus on stopping the run, specifically. It's yeah. got to be their point of emphasis, because that's where the New England that's offense they gonna do. <laughs> runs through the run. Yeah, so... Um, they, I think they can do that. Packers don't have a player to take away for Belichick, so I don't know how they're going to defend Green Bay specifically, but the emergence of Romeo Dobbs could be exciting. And uh, obviously the two-headed monster in the backfield, I'm going to Packers. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of going to be a tryout game for the Packers, like which of the wide receivers. All right, guys, now we can finally – this is a game where we can actually come out and do something. Let's let's show what we can do. Uh, yeah, Patriots are going to be in trouble. Um, so, yeah, it, it's Green Bay here. Green yeah. Bay. Sorry, man. Hey, happens. I get it. How about Denver going to Vegas, taking on the Raiders? Look at this. Yeah. Look at the pick spread here. 39% on Denver, 61% on the 0-3 Raiders. I don't know what to make of this because, again, you, both of these teams had much higher expectations than what they're doing. Granted, the Broncos are sitting at 2-1, and one, so you're like, that's fine. Like, no, they have looked like complete and utter trash. And you wonder why. You, want, you, you keep saying, okay, they're going to snap out of it. This is the game where they're going to show. Okay, no, no, no. The, no, okay, for real this time. It's so weird. They have all the tools you need. They have a good defense. They have great weapons on offense. They got their million-dollar man at quarterback. I mean, and the Raiders just, they've looked listless a little bit on offense, which is surprising. Devontae Adams has obviously been frustrated in the offense, and he's just not happy with his production and, and his looks. Uh, Derek Carr is kind of regressing a little bit, and – yeah, I got to go, even though it sounds weird with what I just knocked them for. I'm going with the Broncos just because they have the playmaking ability. I mean, but those two-headed monsters of the running backs, the two-headed monsters of the wide receivers, 
and then you have Russell Wilson. Like, you should not be this inept on offense. Uh, Got to be Denver. Yeah. I mean, they are two and one. So to be fair, they're winning but games. Barely. Um, <laughs> barely. Barely. Yeah, barely. And um, I, man, the offense looked fine against Seattle. It looked like decent. You know, it looked like garbage against Houston, who I think is a, has a better defense than they get credit for. And it looked like garbage against San Francisco, who we and know has a good. great defense, though. Pretty good defense. So like, that's fair. To your point about like this is the test. No, this is the test. This actually is the test, I think. Because <laughs> this is you've a had three weeks to warm up. You've had three weeks to gel together. I think everyone's healthy. And um again, Houston and San Francisco's defenses were both better than you know, San Fran we knew was good. Houston better than we expected. So yeah, that first week in Seattle, a lot of emotions going back to Seattle, first game out there. I get that. This is the real game. This is the real yeah. first game for this team to see, okay, are we gonna go somewhere or not? I'm also I'm I'm going with the Broncos here. Um, I personally I think the Raiders should trade Darren Waller. I think they put him on the block and see if they can get something for him before he becomes too old and completely inept. He's right. not as good as he once was. He's dropping passes. They've got other weapons. They've got other big targets too. Matt Collins is a big target, mm-hmm. and McDaniel's loves him. I like yeah. absolutely loves this guy. Um, yeah. That's a that's a hot take right there, Kemp. I it's like a new it. coach. I think he could fill that void, and I think you got too many mouths to feed right now, and that's making things honestly a little difficult for Carr because he's like, I got to get Devonte his, but if he's double covered every play, like how do I do that? Okay, shoot, I got to like next read. You know, Waller can't catch. Okay, next read. <laughs> you know, it's. I think you're right. He's getting a little frustrated back there. All right, now Sunday night game. This is gonna be a good one. It's uh, the Chiefs visiting the Bucks. What's gonna happen here? I think. Uh, we know Mike Evans is going to be back, and yes. so that's good. Um, I don't think Godwin will be back. Julio, it sounds like, might be back. I don't know. I'm still waiting on this team to get fully healthy. At least with Evans, I feel like they can kind of run their game, you know? And I don't think the Chiefs have anybody that can stop him anymore. Um, ugh. I'm very <laughs> hesitantly taking the Bucks at home on this one. I think they got to bounce back, and I think Brady's going to be mad, and hopefully he's – you know, Russell Gage looked good last week, at least. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got enough weapons now to kind of piece it together. Yeah. I mean, shoot, he was able to kind of hang in there with the Packers with zero weapons. So, I mean, that kind of spoke volume. Because once he, I mean, the Bucks team is, is another one that really hasn't shown out yet. You know, I, I have Brady in, a, in, a, in another league, and he hasn't done anything yet. Uh, his weapons have not all been there. So, to fa- the fact that they were able to hang with the Packers last week was pretty impressive, considering who he was throwing to. So the fact that Mike Evans will be back is a huge X X factor. Another running back who has yet to bust out is Leonard Fournette. He says those touchdowns are coming. Didn't come last week. You kind of hope this is, this will be the defense to do it against. Uh, And the chiefs look funky, man, against the Colts. They struggled against them. And I don't know. They just, these aren't, this isn't the same chiefs team as in the past where it's just like, Holy crap, watch out. They're going to light you up. Uh, they really got to work for it more. And Tampa is a great defense. So I, I too, am going to give the slight edge to Tampa Bay just because I think Mike Evans is really just going to make a huge, huge difference and really kind of open things up for Tom. Yeah, I think the, the Bucks defense is so dominant, and I don't think the Chiefs have got playmakers on offense to counter that, yeah. other than Kelsey, who has looked like he's aging a little bit, you know? A little bit. All right, how about the Rams? Monday Night Football, traveling to San Fran to take on the Niners, the Garoppolo Niners. The Garoppa Niners. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams on the road, on the road, just because um, they haven't 
blown up either. And the Niners offense have just kind of looked stagnant a little bit. Obviously it was a tough game against Denver, uh, but they're still figuring out how to get back to Jimmy G. They're still figuring out obviously with the loss of the running back and, but Jeff Wilson's look good and Debo's getting back there a little bit, but he's kind of shifted more back to receiver. That's tough for him. I don't know. I feel like that'd be tough if you just keep, which one am I going to be more of a focus on this week? But I'm not a professional. You know player. What? It's all just running and catching or running just and run. carrying the ball. Like it's just, I don't know. As a player, I don't. I don't think that Debo cares. No. I, mean, I think he has. A, he's an opinion. I'm sure he wants to be more of a receiver because it's less like you know Tear you're going to get contact. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get contact by the big 400 pound guys if you're a receiver. But yeah. Um, so kinda... yeah, I'm giving the edge to the Rams just because they have a better quarterback. They have a better duo of receivers and. Hopefully Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson, they can figure out in the backfield too. This is actually a really tough pick for me. I don't. I do not think it should be eighty-two percent Rams, eighteen percent no, Niners. It should um, not. Th- what has this Rams team shown you that makes you that confident in them? Not for much. me, nothing. I think Cooper Cup. This is a Cooper Cup team, and he's carrying them big time, and not because of Stafford, because he's looked not good. Um, having Cam Akers back, if he is back, that's good. Um, I don't. I don't think they've got better playmakers than the Niners, He's though. Not, really, Allen Robinson has been garbage, as we've uh, seen. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I ugh. I don't want to take the Niners. So I think it's a dumb pick, but I'm taking the Niners at home. Screw I it. don't want to take the Niners. Screw I'm going to take the Niners. I don't know. Their defense is is better than the Rams' defense, honestly. And I don't. I just this Rams team. I'm not impressed. I'm How many impressed. points they scoring in this game? Forty two. Oh my god, I said 41. <laughs> we do this every time. Dude. <laughs> You're one point off every time. Wow. And we've been yeah, so close. Oh this my gosh. Vegas, give us a call. Give us a call. 2220. Right. That's a lot of games. A lot of picks. That's a lot of games. We did it. I say we take a little trivia break, don't you? Let's stop for a little trivia. Trivia. Stay here. I'll be back. All right, we got Terminator 2 here. It's always easy trying to find trivia for a movie you haven't seen. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe this is good. And, and I know you picked this one on purpose because you probably assumed I hadn't seen it or thought it would be tough for me to find good trivia for it because you don't want to get absolutely roasted. And I hope I'm absolutely roasting you, but I'm worried I'm not. So I feel like I'm either going to go 5 for 5 or 0 oh for 5. There's no, like, yeah. in between. <laughs> I want to absolutely roast you on this I don't, <laughs> I don't think i found the right trivia for it but we'll see we'll see okay number yeah. one what's the name of the bar at the beginning of the movie get out of here no no idea ah yes ah. randy's yes oh it is randy's no it's not randy's it's get the corral the, it's the corral i can tell you he goes up to the bikers and he says your clothes give them to me and then he gets in a huge fight they break off pool cues over his back they stab his eye with the chalk, but he's a robot, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, that's what happens. Great. Great job explaining the movie. Spoiler alert, by the way. That's the first scene. Okay, what song plays as Arnold mounts his motorcycle for the first time? <laughs> God. This one seemed like one you probably could get. Granted, maybe, but if I see it more as an adult, but as a kid, I'm not paying attention. It's not like I know that music, but it's got to be a heavy rock song. Uh, I'm gonna go. It shouldn't be like back in black. It's like, dun, dun, dun. no, it wouldn't be back in black. Um, highway to hell, incorrect. What is it? Bad to the bone. 
Oh, yeah. I hear it now. Okay. Okay. Oh, for two. Sucker. <laughs> All right. Robert Patrick, who is the actor's name you couldn't get pre episode. Yep. He tries to imitate an animal's head movements to help him get into the role of the liquid metal Terminator, the T-1000. What animal did he try to mimic? Hmm. That's an interesting point. And it's funny, I did end up thinking of Robert Patrick. I didn't Google him, but I didn't say it. I was like, oh, I think it's Robert Patrick. Because didn't I say Patrick at some point? You said Patrick something, and you were like, oh, I don't know. I think you were about to say Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> I think I did say Neil at one point. Uh, what, what does he mimic? I'm guessing this is going to be a complete guess because he's supposed to be liquid metal. Is it like a cobra? Give you three options if you wanted. Nah, cobra. It is not a cobra, although that was going to be one of the options I was going to give you. It is an American bald eagle. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It, that makes zero sense. I guess maybe just the head. Okay. Whatever. Interesting. Yeah. The, yeah. All right. While escaping from the mental institute, Sarah Connor breaks Dr. Silberman's arm. She then yes. says, there are a blank number of bones in the human body. That's one. Now move. So this isn't even really a Terminator question. It's an anatomy question. It's just an anatomy question. 206. It's close, but wrong. 215. Oh, over four. At least on the Rocky steps, I gave you plus or minus 20. You didn't even give me plus or minus five. No. Okay, plus or minus five. No, no, it's still off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now this one I think will be a layup for you, but it was the same as Rocky. What is the name of John Connor's pet dog? God. Okay. Maybe not a layup. Oh! It's not a layup, but it's a good question because it's actually the dog is used as a test in the movie. Because he's on the phone with his foster parents and he hears the dog in the background barking. And spoiler alert, in Terminator, you find out that dogs can detect Terminators because they just have a sense. So anyway, he hears the dog barking. and Way too Arnold much take, spoiling. Way too much spoiling. Arnold way takes too the much... phone. Well, it's not really a spoiler. It's just a fact. You're giving away the whole story. Arnold takes the phone and says, what's, what's his wrong name? with Scruffy? It's not Scruffy. What's going on with Scruffy? Is it, <laughs> is it Max? Shout out to Scruffy, Skip's brother, by the way. Is it is it Max? It is Max, you jerk. You look that up. That's fine. I didn't. Um, I swear to God. No, more importantly, shout out to Scruffy. Shout out to Scruffy. Skips bro. Skips bro. I like that they're so close. Do they see each other a lot? I'm going to guess yes. Yeah, at least weekly they see each other. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Just saw Max. him last night, actually. Oh, nice. Scruffy. Skip Scruffy hanging out. That's what they do. <laughs> All right. Whew. Well done, sir. You did it. <laughs> you ruined Terminator 2 for me. So thank you. Yeah, well, you got one out of five. How's it feel? How's it feel to be like, yeah, I got this movie and be like, I don't know anything. I do know things. Just not to justify things. yourself by just giving the rest of the plot of the entire movie. I gave you the plot of literally two minutes of the movie. I don't know the name of the bar, but here's what he did at the bar and what he did when he left the bar. I was just flexing to show the T2 knowledge. That's all it was. All right. All right, where are you we're Should we call it a truce? <laughs> or it, it's truce. Officially truce. Think of our fans who don't want to listen to us not know trivia questions. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why, <laughs> we why are we listening to go one for ten? <laughs> Great. <Yeah. laughs> like, why are we <laughs> doing trivia? You guys know nothing. <laughs> All right. What was the fifth line of the movie? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> it's about to get real granular up in here. <laughs> yes. All right. Gentlemen's truce. We're good now. Gentlemen's truce. Okay, let's give an update on uh, Run Your Pool, the fantasy yeah. league that we've been doing here. This has been really fun. And uh, you actually eked out a victory last week. Your first victory of the year, 126.2 to 122.4. Very close. Very close. Um, well done, sir. I've got the weekly wins lead at 2-1. to one, yeah. And I'm still up by about 48 points season long. But, again, Just, we're not sure how this is going to play out because you got to play so many guys. Away. We're going to get to the end of the season, and it's going to be like, is Jamal Charles still playing? <laughs> <laughs> chipping away, man. Two points at a time. Just chipping away. That's right. That's right. So uh, let's make some picks for this week. I'll let you start this time. I'm going with QB Joe Burrow. Watch out. Boom. Dolphins shootout. Here we go. Yep. Uh, in a similar vein, I'm going with Josh Allen. I played those Ravens last week. giving up 35 points a game. Yep. All right. Running back one. Nick, I'm going to do everything Chubb. 100 yards every game. Running back one, Nick Chubb. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Are you serious? All right. Fair. Uh, running back two, the opposite of your boy, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. I'm going with Jamal Williams this week for the Lions. Ooh, smart. Good play. Good this is play. what you got to start doing with the injuries. And yeah, all that. that's a good one. Uh, going with the guy who should, who's actually shown to be the man, even though the offenses look garbage, Cortland Sutton. Yeah, I actually had him in my flex until this morning, and I took him out. So that's good. I'm glad we're not the same there. I'm going with Stephon Diggs, pairing him up with Josh Allen. That's a good giddy up, let's ride. Uh, going up with the guy. Figure, let's get some plays in him now. Drake London. He's been showing nice. he can do it. Yeah, I think I took him last week. Um, same idea. I'm going with Chris Olave on the mm. Saints, and right. I'm, I'm thinking if Landry or Thomas don't play, Olave target monster. He he really blew it out last week, so. Speaking of target monster, tight end himself, Tyler Conklin. He is a target monster. Changing of the guard at quarterback. We'll see if that holds up or not. That's true. I'm going with Zach Ertz. I'm going to go ahead and use him before DeAndre comes back because he is getting a lot of attention right now as well. Nice. Uh, Kicker, going with Ryan Suckup. Tyler Bass. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler Bass. Buffalo scoring a bunch. I'm going to go with him. And then my flex, been showing out lately, Amari Cooper. My flex, Mike Evans. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, don't be Amari Cooper. This is a screw you game for Tampa, and you know Brady is going to be bombing it to Evans. True. You know it. You know he's going off this week. This is exactly what Brady does. I almost took Brady as my quarterback because I was like, <laughs> they get mad. When, when Brady gets so mad when someone gets suspended or they get treated wrong or whatever. And treat, Evans came to his treat defense. Me wrong. Evans came to his defense. He's going to blow it out. I'm just telling you. That's that's a good pick. And then defense, watch out for these Packers. D gonna go nom 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 on Brian Hoyer. <laughs> that's actually a really good pick. Uh, I'm not sure going with that one. I did not. I'm going with Dallas. The uh, Cowboys. They get to take on uh, who are they playing this week? I forget who they're playing. They're playing. Oh my garbage. Oh Washington. Carson. Washington. Wentz. Come on. <laughs> they get Carson Wentz. Let's go. They get Carson Wentz. Uh, that's awesome. All, All right. right. There we have it. Last thing is, we need to do a bet this week. Ooh, what are we going to do? I say we pick the quarterback we think is going to have the most interceptions. Okay. Okay. Most interceptions. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Or Okay, no, we got to do two quarterbacks. Once again, we got to do the draft. Okay. Okay, spin the wheel. Let me get my wheel of names. I love this wheel of names. Wheel of names is clutch, man. 
can I say it is the biggest winner uh, for the kids? Like if they're if they're ever disagreeing, it's like I want to watch this. I want to watch this. Wheel of names. Let's do it. We do the same thing here. You do the wheel of names. Yeah. Right. We have a wheel app that does options too. So we'll, we'll populate with like nine oh, different yeah. activities and be like, which one are we going to do next? And we'll push it and it'd be like, reading, hat, go to your room. Read. <laughs> go to your room. This is for first pick. Kemper gets first pick. Give me that. Okay. Let me scroll through the games here real quick just to make sure I'm thinking of this correctly. <laughs> uh i've got i've got one option that seems really appealing okay i'm gonna hold off on that one for now i'll save him for later i'm gonna go with uh i'm just gonna go with carson wentz mm. good pick good pick but it's gonna be a, a good Wentz game just watch it's gonna be a good Wentz game i'm gonna go with justin fields yeah i was thinking of him oh i got another one uh because we had two picks last week though the giants aren't the same defense justin fields and davis mills Okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with Zach Wilson. Oh, I was thinking about Zach. I was like, yep. should I do it? Argh. All right, he's got the Steelers. Um, I'm hopefully has a good game, but Steelers defense gets the picks. Minka Minka's getting picks all over the place. Yeah. Okay. So I, like I say that Zach Wilson and Carson, Carson Wentz have more <laughs> interceptions this week than Justin Fields and who else did you have? Uh, Joe Montana Mills. Uh, Davis Mills. <laughs> do, it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Well, I say Justin Fields and Davis Mills. Why did I have a? Oh, you're right. You're right. I feel like Justin Fields and Davis Mills are gonna have more interceptions than Carson Wentz and Zach Wilson. Do it, do it, do it. Finch Wilson, as we're calling him. Finch Wilson. Yes. Finch Wilson. Mister Steal Your Mom. It's gonna be a thing. Finch a Wilson. Thing. All right, there it is, man. There's our do it bet for the week. There's our do it bet for the week. There's our picks for week four preview, kind of giving you a little update on the injuries. Lots of stuff going to be happening. Some good games, some gross games. Granted, that seems like every week, but there were some that were this week that just seemed extra gross. There were some real high highs and some real low lows this week. Yeah, that's true. Pretty, and just like some, you just don't want to pick and you just feel sorry for those fan bases. But anyway, here we are. True. This is where we're true. at. So enjoy the games. Starts tonight. So until next time, keep on folding. Fold it. <laughs>